Hello, we just want to add a disclaimer right before this episode. We did record this before uh, a couple weeks prior, like a week or two prior. So we did have some injury updates, and it does affect my list um, for running backs. Uh, I initially had uh, Cam Akers at number 10 for the position, but since now he's uh, blown his Achilles, will be out for most of the season, if not the whole season. I'm putting Chris Carson in at number 10. He was in my just-missed list. So naturally, as Cam Akers goes down, Chris Carson bumps up. So even though we're, we're not going to change much to the episode, so it'll still say Cam Akers, but just know that my now my new number 10 spot will be Chris Carson. So thank you guys for listening. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. We are your hosts, Brennan Sampson, John Foote, and Aaron Lutz. Boys, how are we doing today? Fantastic. Pretty good. Heck yeah. Uh, today we are continuing our fantasy series. Aaron, do you want to break down what we're going over today? Uh, Sure. We are doing our top 10 picks for fantasy purposes, so... We're doing it by position, again, for fantasy purposes, meaning where we think they will end um, the season uh, point-wise. So, highest scorer versus the 10th highest scorer. Uh, and today, we are going to do the running back position. Well said. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> was Very it? Well. Very <laughs> Doesn't well seem like it. Very well no, articulated. That was really good. But I'm curious to see, boys, how we are feeling about running backs. I feel like we have some clear-cut um, choices, but I feel like we're going to have them in different orders. I, I know I went a little spicier for some picks, so... Yeah, um, with with the running back position nowadays, I, I, it's you rarely see the bell cow yeah. uh, anymore. It, a, lot of more, lo, a lot more teams are going to running back by committee um, just because running backs wear down so quickly, and a lot of teams have shown that you don't need that superstar running back, even if you do run the ball a lot, see the 49ers. Yeah. You don't need those superstars as long as you have a good coach and good scheme. You can still get production out of them. So because of that, that's not good for fantasy purposes, right? Yeah. Um, so those few bell cows, those few superstars uh, are really few and far between. So a lot of our positions or a lot of our picks are going to be the same. It's just a matter of where we position them. You you really well, hope said. you get well, a couple well, of those top three to five guys Thank that are going to be your workhorse <laughs> backs. And if you don't then you hope you manage to get one of the better pairings of running backs by committee. All right, so starting off, for my number one fantasy running back for this year, I went back with Christian McCaffrey. Um, he should be healthy coming into the season, um, and I mean he's a threat to give you 1,000 yards on the ground and through the air. Um, so I just think with that kind of potential, um, C-Mac is going to finish first in fantasy points for running backs. Where do you guys think? Yep. Number one, I also have Christian McCaffrey. Um, I, we talked about it previously in the uh, the Super Team uh, podcasts when we were going over the NFC South, correct? Yes, yes. There. Anyway, uh, yeah. um, we we talked about it, how they, they kind of sat him. Like, it, he, he did get hurt, and he didn't play really at all last year, but um, it probably wasn't quite as bad as we think because they realized that they weren't in a playoff run. Um so they didn't feel like they needed to rush him back. So hopefully he'll have 
even fresher legs this year. He's definitely in the best shape of his life. <laughs> guarantee it, even though I haven't seen anything about it. Um, yeah, he should be pretty solid. Aaron has inside sources about all the players' fitnesses, so as as you will yep. learn through our podcast, just just trust him. <laughs> yep. All right, John, number one. Who do we got? Um, I decided to go in a different direction. Um with Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> really spicy. Spi- yeah, really, spicy I, I really wanted it to be different. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, what? What? I don't know what there. What else to say about Christian McCaffrey? He's a phenomenal runner. He's a phenomenal catcher. I I do think I don't think he was as hurt last year as we think, as we already alluded to multiple times. But um, no, yeah. So I think I think as long as he stays healthy, I think he's a clear uh, like clear choice to be the number one dude. I mean, he played like I think three games last year, and I think he averaged like twenty seven points PPR uh, for those like three Ridiculous. weeks. <laughs> but yeah, and like that, that's just like the thing. Like even though like even though he's hurt, he can't see me because we're on a podcast. But I'm putting quotations over that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he played like week one, and I think he was out for a couple weeks, and he played like later on midweek and a little bit later on after that. But like he still put up like mad numbers every week. Um, so if he's fully healthy in that team, I think that team's going to take a pretty big step forward. I'm a little bit higher on Sam Darnold. I think others, I know me and Brennan have delved into that conversation multiple <laughs> times, like hours. Uh, <laughs> hours on hours. Hours on hours. I mean, we have a lot of time on our hands where we work at. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I think if they take a step forward offensively, I think that'll just kind of help his numbers in general. Um, so I, I, I think he's a clear-cut choice. I agree. So I'm curious to see. I th- obviously, I think we'll have, like I said, these first three to five very similar. Uh, with number two, I went with Dalvin Cook. Um, he is also a um, huge pass option uh, for that Vikings offense, as well as obviously he's going to get you a ton of points on the ground. He finished second in scoring last year for PPR leagues, um, and he missed two whole games. So I think Dalvin Cook can... Um, Hopefully he plays those extra, well, now three games. But those extra games um, isn't hurt, and I think his fantasy value will be very high this year. Yeah, also, I forgot to, to mention it. So, uh, I mean, I think, like we said, it's pretty clear, but C-Mac ADP right now, his ADP value is number one. So he's the number one drafted uh, running back. And then, as Brennan said, Dalvin Cook is the number two running back last year uh, for points for fantasy, and his ADP is number two. So Brennan is on track Let's go. I, did, I promise I didn't look at the ADP. He's on track to be boring. Yeah. He's on track <laughs> yeah. to be boring. Uh, just wait till we get a little further. And wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. So my number two, I actually went with Saquon Barkley. Um, Ooh, okay. I am going to gamble or take a gamble and, you know, say he's going to be healthy this season and he's going to explode onto the scene. Um, he's when healthy, probably he's up there in the conversation of the best running back. I, I think Christian McCaffrey is better, uh, just overall. And Derrick Henry is definitely a better runner, but he's, he's in the conversation for sure. Um, and if he can stay healthy with, uh, the, some of the weapons that the giants have added, um, it should hopefully take a little bit of pressure off of him because his rookie year, he was facing stacked boxes. Cause that was, it was the only person out there doing anything pretty much. Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully with, a bit more balance, he'll actually be able to put up a, a good amount of points and uh, good good performances this year. No, yeah, I, I like that. And Saquon has definitely showed that he can be the number one. Um, in 2018, he was actually the highest scoring running back. Um, he beat, beat out Christian McCaffrey by point three points. But I mean, he's shown that he can, you know, have that kind of capability. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Saquon's ADP is ten. Could get a little steal there. Could get a little steal yep. there. Yeah. Or could get a ridiculous overpay if he ends up being injured again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think the injuries is just like the big thing um, uh-huh. for me. I think he's only played. He's only had that one healthy year of his three, four, three years, four years. Uh, three, I believe. Three. Yeah, I think three. But no, I. I mean, I agree. That's why I had him on my on my uh, uh super team is because I do think he's a fantastic runner. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so I went with Derrick Henry. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I thought about going Dalvin Cook. I really did. I really like Dalvin Cook. Um, but I think Derrick Henry is just solid. Um, like, like his, like just everything about him is just like extremely mm-hmm. solid. Like he's he's been very healthy. Um, he's just his stiff arm is amazing. His <laughs> his run game is just you know out of this world. So I don't see the Titans changing up, even though they got Julio Jones. I don't think them. I don't see them changing up too much, where they're just gonna just run the ball with Derrick Henry. Because why not? He's so good. He's proven to you so many times that a he can just run for hundreds and hundreds of yards and not really slow down or break a sweat. Um, and so I just I don't see him slowing down. And I think I think he'll, he'll be a really solid pick. No, I definitely uh, like that. Yeah, Derrick Henry's yep. ADP is four, and last year he ended at the number three for uh, points, uh, fantasy points at the end of the year. He was just behind Dalvin Cook by four points. 4.7 points. All right. All right. So for my number three pick, I went with Derrick Henry. <laughs> I have uh, Dalvin Cook over him just a little bit. Um, Dalvin Cook has had a little more injuries, but I think the catch out of the backfield is just huge for PPR. Um, so obviously their points, I think they're, what, four points different last season, yeah. something like that. So it's very similar. Um, but I do like Derrick Henry. The dude's a monster. You know he's going to get his carries, and he still – gets his points um he just will run through you use you as a lead blocker if you're on defense push josh norman off like he's a 12 year old kid you know just he's really fun to watch and obviously for fantasy um you you can't go wrong with any of those 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 top guys so derrick henry definitely a great fantasy running back number three i also have derrick henry um not much more that hasn't been said um other than he only seems to get better as the season goes on too uh, that is true. That's a really. I don't know. Big point I don't know how it works. Like playoffs, yeah, because that's, yeah, that's exactly. a really big thing. I feel like he always yeah. like just turns it up the last few weeks. Yeah, and uh, one of these years he's he's bound to slow down, but he hasn't done it yet, and he he's still looking really strong. Yeah, um, it's, the, it's so. like the conversation with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, at this point, much it happens, doesn't. I'm not gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense, but. It, it continues to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three, I uh, – sorry, my dog is just, like, up in my lap. Um, number three, I went with Dalvin Cook. So nice. um, very similar. Uh, and, again, not much to be said. Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook is an extremely good runner, like, north to south. He's fantastic. He does have, like, that catch out of the backfield um, really on lock. That, that Vikings team definitely, I think, really utilizes him very well. Yeah. Um, that I think he'll just keep cranking out the numbers. And hopefully, uh, Dalvin Cook has a little bit more injuries in his past. Um, he's played some healthy seasons the last like few seasons, though. He's missed a few games here and there. So I just hope he can say 100% healthy. Indubitably. So very similar top three, as I figured we would have. Now, here's where I feel like we might start getting into some differences. So I'm curious. I mean, I already differed with Saquon. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. kind of a big one, too, honestly. For yeah, the I'm, a yeah. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised. Number two. Um yeah, so I guess that is a big. Aaron's getting the ghost pepper. We should have a ghost pepper award for every podcast who has the spiciest I take. Gets I the ghost pepper. <laughs> so far this episode, Aaron, I think, is going to take the cake for that one. 
Um, number four, I have Zeke. So Ezekiel Elliott, I have number four. Um, I get to brag about my team now for fantasy. Now, I had a Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott for my fantasy team last year, and those two together were lights out. Um, so I think if he gets Dak back for the entire year, um, his stock is only going to go up. Um, he, he's in the greatest shape of his life from some off-season workout <laughs> videos that I've seen. Uh-huh. Um, but no, he's put in a lot of work. I mean, you know, a lot of people post those videos, um, but he does look uh, to be in really good shape. Um, so I think he's really going to be hungry this season. And he finished ninth last year, even having, um, you know, Andy Dalton as his general for most of the year. So I think uh, Zeke definitely has the potential to bounce. Ezekiel Elliott's ADP is also eight. So a little bit, he's drafting a little bit higher than rated. Um, but no, I agree with your, your analysis. Um, I think I'm a little bit harsher on Ezekiel Elliott than you. I think we already, we already like fleshed that out <laughs> during the, the division, <laughs> divisional super teams. Um, but no, I don't, I don't disagree with that. He's still a really good running back. And especially with Dak, I think, I, I think he's really dependent on Dak. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and the offensive line. Yeah. This is, yeah. Holding up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Number four, I have Dalvin Cook. Nice. Um, I, the, I, I would have probably replaced him with Saquon, um, or replaced Saquon with him, rather. Flops. Uh, what? Like, flops? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, with absolutely no evidence or and no reason to really think this, uh, I, I think... <laughs> uh, we have a I new tagline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come listen to our podcast. We have no evidence. <laughs> just the way I think we for any reasoning, good. we just kind of say things. <laughs> with how good uh, Justin Jefferson was, they might try to air it out a little bit more, um, especially with... A departure from Kevin Stefanski, uh, you know, now that he's over the Browns. Uh, I mean, they've already had one season without him, but um, it, they might try to make more changes um, to try to get them over that hump into, you know, deeper playoffs. And, and one of those changes might be relying on Dalvin Cook a little bit less during the regular season. So so I have a rebuttal to that. Um, not, not to Well, say let me back it up with... Rounds of evidence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, number four is still a really high pick, and I think you're still really highly valuing him. But I think that there's two, there, the difference between Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. So I think the Vikings run the ball with Dalvin Cook to set up the throw for Kirk Cousins. It kind of like how I alluded to earlier with the wide receiver picks in the fact that Kirk Cousins is not a risk taker. He's not someone who's just going to like air the ball out a lot. He is someone that needs to have a perfect situation situation to throw the ball, and I think that's. Where that's fair. He does check, utilize that a lot. A lot yeah. I think. yeah. So I do think that I like. I see what you're saying, but I don't think it's going to be as big as you might think it would. Just because I do think they need him to set up to for Kirk to throw. Where mm-hmm. Terry Henry, I think. Um, I think sometimes they try to throw the ball, maybe set up him up a little bit more. I don't. know, Maybe not. Um, what do we know? We don't have evidence. <laughs> we have no evidence over here. We're just as um, a former offensive coordinator for the. Viking. Listen, I have won almost every Super Bowl I played on Madden. Uh, that's not true. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, that, that's just my rebuttal. So I just, I just want to, I just want to. No, that's definitely fair. I mean, that being said, I have him at three, so it's only one more spot higher. So it's not yeah. like put him at like ten or not even on the list. Right, so. right. I'm arguing with you over that one spot, Aaron. <laughs> it's a big deal, apparently. It's a big deal. Um. Anyways, my number four is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh wow. I, I, uh, yeah. That's so that's that's my spicy pick. Um, I don't think it's a ghost pepper uh, like Aaron Saquon, but I, you know it's a uh, I, I mean, or a, or a spoiler, at least. 
Yeah, spoiler alert, I have him at five, so. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, no, yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor, like, really turned on, turned it on last year, and it, like, especially, like, that last half of the season, like, he really, he really blew up. Um, I think Marilyn Mackett and Kurt kind of helped him out, too. Um, I could see his production being hurt, and I think me and Brenna have talked about this a little bit, though, just because they brought Marilyn Mack back and because Naheem Hines is so... Marilyn? Mar- Marlin? Marilyn? Marlin. Marlin, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Marlin Mac. I don't know what am I looking at. Uh, Marilyn Marlin Monroe back. Marilyn Monroe <laughs> Mac. Uh, Roni and Cheese is. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, I think there there's other weapons on that team. Uh, however, I think Jonathan Taylor is clearly better than both of them. And I think as the year progresses, I think Frank Reich and that team will look at it and be like, you know, even though we had these other two guys and we just signed Marlin Mac. Um, <laughs> Take a, brought him back. I, I think Jonathan Taylor will take the take the rock more and be their number one guy. He Jonathan Taylor last year ended uh, there's a number six running back for points and his ADP is seven. Mm. So, yeah, all right. I have my pick. I will say um, I did not have Jonathan Taylor in my top ten. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I've listened uh, to just a, lo- a lot of people, a lot of Colts um, writers, and they do plan to use like the running back carousel this year so Uh. to what degree we will see um but you do have three good running backs and no offense to the colts receiving core but ty hilton michael Pittman, and paris campbell are not exactly going to take a lot of pressure off especially when you have carson Wentz throwing them the ball um so i don't know i he's definitely a good running back i don't want to like discredit him as a back but for fantasy i just i'm very hesitant with the colts backfield that's just one gal's opinion. Um, anyway, moving on to number five. Um, I did Alvin Kamara. What do you guys feel about that at five? I have him at six. Have him at five. Nice. Okay, so we're, we're really right on the same page. So we all, yeah. he was the number one fantasy running back this year. So we all agree that he will have a little bit of a drop this year. He's number one running back yeah. by 40 points too, which is kind of nuts. He has a lot. Um, his ADP right now is three. Um, so I thought you guys were gonna have a little bit higher. Honestly, I thought you guys were having like the four, like the three, four spot maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I should have realized with Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Steve Max, it's kind of hard to put him up there. But I could see you like, pushing Derrick Henry down. Um, I thought I was gonna be lower on him than than everyone else. Um, because yeah. I am not a huge fan of Alvin Kamara. <laughs> as a runner or as a fantasy option, or... as a fantasy option, as a player, I really like Alvin Kamara. As a fantasy option, I don't like Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. well, it's not that I don't like him. I just don't like how high everyone like views. I mean, obviously, he's like the number one running back last year, but I do think he. Is, <laughs> I think that number is also bolstered by his like seven touchdown game. You know, um, yeah, I still got seven touchdowns though. Yeah, that's true, but that's. Uh, but I, 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 uh, I think uh, it wasn't was seven; two. it was five, right? Yes. He didn't break the record. He tied the record. Yeah. Uh, for rushes, seven is the passing touchdown record. Yeah, you were and he right. has been a top, uh, top ten fantasy player, um, every year, so. Mm-hmm. You know, even when he came like, back. And so that, that that's why I have him at five because I mm-hmm. couldn't justify not having him up there because yeah. he has proven just because I don't like him doesn't mean he's not good. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I don't the know, only I, I, sorry, go ahead. The only like knock on him, and it's not a knock on him, it's a knock on the Saints is if they do end up going with Jameis Winston as a starter, he's gonna try to air it out, I think, a lot more. Um, which mean whereas like Drew Brees knew when to check it down, um, you know, so Alvin could get as many yards as he possibly could or check it down to get him a touchdown, whatever. Um, whereas, like, Jameis is probably going to try to go for the, the deep 50-50 ball over checking it down. Yeah. So that's that's why I have him a little bit lower. Yeah. 
No, I'm in the same boat. I was just about to say that. Like, I think we already saw what happens last year when Taysom Hill came in for a few weeks and played. Um, his fantasy production went down quite a bit, um, as opposed to what it was earlier. Um, I think with Drew Brees, is very apparent that his arm strength has left, um, and he was forced to throw really shallow routes, and I think a lot of that came down Alvin Kamara, which, you know, to, to talk Alvin Kamara up, he's a great receiver, a great receiver out of the backfield. Um, mm-hmm. but I just kind of worry about his production. Since good receiver, good rack. Yeah. yeah. He's... <laughs> but, uh, he's Run after never... catch, not to. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, We're just immature. But... Yeah. <laughs> no facts, immature. Here we go. Um, no, but he's never been a thousand yard rusher ever. Um, I think he's really bolstered by his receiving, receiving numbers. And so we'll have to see what his receiving numbers are like this year without having, without having Drew Brees check it down like 90% of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also, Alvin Kamara had six rushing touchdowns. That's the that's the record. Okay, okay. He, but he tied it, right? Yeah, he tied it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Well. So anyway, my number five is uh, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> mm, nice, <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. My my six is Alvin uh, Kamara, but five is Jonathan Taylor. Um. I again with no evidence last <laughs> year said that he was my favorite running back coming out of the draft uh, and he definitely turned out to be the case or to be the best uh, running back out of the draft at least so far yeah. um he, he just he was a really electric runner um and it, it did take him a little bit to come on but once he came on like he he possibly could have ended even higher than he already did um if he just didn't have have the those like first four games where uh he was a little lackluster or when Marlon Mack was starting over him. But I think now that they've seen what he can do, sure, they're probably going to still do a little bit of run, running back by committee. But um, I think they're just kind of saying that. And then they'll see that Jonathan Taylor's really good still. Yeah. And we'll give him the bulk of the touches. Yeah, I, like I agree. That. I guess I didn't really take into account the uh, Colts offensive line as well. So I probably. It's really yeah, good. I mean, that that too. They're yeah, and like just ridiculous. Marlon Mack is is injury prone. He's been hurt a couple like every like last like right. few years. And then Naheem Hines is a really good running back, but he's he's a really good receiving running back. He hasn't really right. done too much on the ground. So I think like if that's the case, I think Marlon Marlon Mack is going to struggle with injuries. Jonathan Taylor will be the number one guy running it, and I think he'll just kind of see that like you'll have a clear cut. Like this guy is definitely the best. So why, why are we taking away touches from him to give it to other yep. mediocre running backs like that? And that, that's what I'm banking on. Yeah. And I could be wrong. No, I mean, yep. it's fair. I mean, last year, Jonathan Taylor was the sixth highest yeah. scoring running back and Naheem Hines was 15. So they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a good point. All right. Um, and then John, did you do, uh, number, yeah, John so had I, I, Alvin number five, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Uh, number six, I went with Aaron Jones. I think he's running behind a pretty stellar offensive line um, in Green Bay, which never hurts. So I have him slated at my number six. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My number six was Alvin Kamara. Um, I think we already talked to enough about him. Cool. So. John, who'd you pencil in? John, go six? ahead. Number six is Aaron Jones. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, his uh, ADP right now is five, and his uh, he ended last year as number five running back. So uh, I don't think we're too far off from exactly where he's at, and I think he's he's proven to be a really good running back every year. Be a really good running back because, like you said, he'll, he's really he's also a really good receiver, um, yeah. like catching it out of the backfield. And I think that'll be a case of. A side note on that, um, I'm curious how AJ Dillon's going to do this year. Um, I feel yeah, like he had some flashes towards, yeah, he had some flashes towards the end. They because they um he's Is their number actually, running back two now, right? He was number back two last year. I thought. So. Oh no, no they had, they had uh, Jamal, Jamal, Adam, Jamal Jamal Williams. Williams, yeah. yeah. 
So I think A.J. Dillon might take a little bigger role. Not enough to, you know, cut out Aaron Jones, but I'm just, side note, curious to see how um, he yeah. will do this year. Um, cool. So going on to number seven then, since John and I were in consensus for six. Um, Antonio Gibson, pencil mm. him in. Um, I, I think like he did it. really well. They didn't really give him the bulk of the carries at the beginning of the year, but then towards the end, um, he was really their main running back. And... Um, they really use JD, JD McKissick a lot uh, for the receiving, um, but that even started to switch more towards Antonio Gibson. So I really like his fantasy um, stock with that kind of bolstered offense from Washington football team. So Antonio Gibson, end of the year last year, is the 13th best uh, running back um, for points, uh, four spots ahead of JD McKissick, which is kind of interesting. And his ADP is 18. So yeah. and he did yeah, miss honestly, two games with a high ankle yeah. sprain as well. And he didn't really start the year either. I think mm-hmm. didn't they? I think he played in those games, but he was kind of like their third down back. Yeah, where he got a, a few touches. No, yeah, I, a little I, spicy, but I, I like really pick. like it. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's I, just he's a, he's a good runner and he's a good receiver out of the backfield and he's super elusive. So I, I'm yeah. really high on him for this year. Plus, I think they, I think Ron Rivera came out and said he's in the best shape of his life. So it's always, <laughs> no, um, all joking. Aside, I think Ron Rivera did come out and say that he does plan on utilizing Antonio Gibson a lot more as an every down back guy as well. So I think we could see a, a pretty big increase in how he's played. Um, we'll just see if he can like sustain that for a full season. All right. Number seven, I have Zeke. Oh, that's uh, okay. Zeke Elliott. Yeah, I pretty much uh, what Brennan had said a little while ago. Um, all, all those reasons. I, I mean, the offensive line should be healthy again. Dak should be healthy again. They have a good amount of options to really open it up for Zeke. I, and Zeke was, I, I forget if um, we brought this set up during the super teams, but wasn't he basing the most stacked boxes last year? Just he because. Was. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, with, um, you know, as soon as Dak went down, uh, he was obviously the really the only threat, um, guaranteed threat out there. So they, they knew to, you know, hone in, hone in on, on him. And uh, he still finished pretty highly. And, you know, uh, he's obviously in the best shape of <laughs> Absolutely. That is actually accurate for Dak Prescott. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you guys haven't uh, watched his work, it's a, a more so legitimate Would one. recommend. Would recommend that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll get to I, I'll talk about Ezekiel when I get to him in my money top 10s. But uh, my number seven was Nick Chubb. I feel like Nick Chubb slept on. And I think another reason why he slept on or a reason why he slept on or people that maybe don't talk to him about him, maybe like 10 five is because he does split carries with Kareem Hunt. Um, and I think even Stefanski came out and said, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I don't think he rushes more than 20 times a game. Like, I don't think he likes to rush. Yeah, I believe running that's backs any more than 20 times a game. So he's kind of capped, which is why I don't have him in that top five. Um, but if Nick Chubb was on any any team where he was getting where he was like the every down back getting like 30, 30 carries a game or had the opportunity to get thirty carries a game, I think he could you could definitely see him higher on the list. Yeah. Um, that being said, he still is really valuable. Um, I think last year Nick Chubb ended. He ended eleventh with Kareem Hunt actually right above him. Yeah, that's nuts. I didn't even realize that. Nick Chubb was also out for uh, four uh, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Sick. so I think he did get hurt, which is Kareem Hunt definitely picked up the the rock there. Um, but Nick Chubb's average ADP is average draft position is number nine. So I have him a little bit higher. Interesting. Um, I really like Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think he's just a great runner. No, yeah, he's a phenomenal, not only fantasy player, but just player in general. Um, uh-huh. Dude is, I can't wait to, we should, yeah, I can't wait to do our just rankings of players as players, not fantasy pieces. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. that definitely makes some differences. Like I definitely mm -hmm. would have Nick Chubb a lot higher. Um, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I like Nick. I'm a very big uh, Nick Chubb fan. So. Yeah. So that's my number seven. Nice. I like that. I like that. All right. So number eight. Here's where I penciled in Saquon. Um, I originally had him even a little lower, um, just coming off of his ACL injury. You know, you're just not really sure with a person who's going to be, you know, uh, he's not a small dude. Saquon is built. He's a huge uh, guy. So I really hope that uh, he's able to stay trunks for legs. Yeah, his, his calves and his uh, quads are ridiculous. Um, but I did put him a little higher than I originally had him penciled in um, because of the other offensive weapons um, that they got in the offseason. I like the Kadarius Tony pick. I'm not sure about the positioning of it, um, but I do think he will be a good addition to that offense, along with, obviously, uh, Kenny Galladay. Um, you're going to have a lot of receiving threats. Uh, so Saquon should finally have, um, hopefully, not-so-stacked boxes to run through, and he's also a good receiver out of the backfield. So um, I do think he'll bounce back and have a really good season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I also agree. I had him a lot higher. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, my number eight was Austin Eckler. Um, oh. uh, I, I'm really high on the Chargers this year. Uh, really banking on uh, Justin Herbert not having a sophomore slump. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Eckler, I, I feel like is an up and comer. Like he, he could be the next Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey type of uh, running back. Although I mean, he's been in the league for a few years now, so he's, been he's a little bit older. Yeah, so. he's kind of closing. But so maybe he's just a step down from those. Too, is, yeah. is what I mean. Like he, he's, he's a really good. Six. He's not. not yeah. Old. He, he's yeah. a really, really solid runner, but he's a really good um, uh, catcher. So you know, between those two, bound to put up a lot of points. Yeah. Eckler was born two days after me on May seventeenth. Oh wow. Uh -huh. Same birth date. Yeah, I, I oh, like how well we turned out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pick a lot. I left him off of my top ten. Spoiler alert. I did. Too. Um. But honestly, if I went back and redid, I'd probably add him in there because he was top 20 running back last year, even missing six games. And the year before, he was the number four running back. So, yeah, um, yeah. talk about your dual threat guy. That's Austin yeah. Eckler. Just workhorse yeah. back. Uh -huh. Yeah, I really like Austin Eckler. Um, he is off my top ten as well. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> he, if I, if I made a just missed list, he is probably – Number, number 11. 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, and I, I could probably get talked into putting him up above some people, you know, um, but I didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. I, the other thing is like they, the chargers decided, well, Melvin Gordon held out a lot um, or, or the entire year, but uh, they did choose to not really pursue Melvin Gordon and not overpay him because they knew they had a, Just a solid option that has really panned out for them. And I think uh, I think Austin Eckler even signed a contract before Melvin Gordon was even off the team, and it was a very team friendly contract. It's not he's not making a lot of money, so. Mm. Yeah, I like him. I like his work ethic. Um, yeah, I like him a good, as a player. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd probably rework him into this if I redid my fantasy running backs. But yeah. that's a good. That was a good pick, Aaron. Hey, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> just so we all know, and just so you guys know, Austin Eckler is currently ADP of six, so he's going oh, wow, six, yeah. so pretty high. Honestly, I think that's we definitely good. we definitely probably missed on that one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Um, that's okay though. I had Saquon Barkley at eight, as well as Brennan. So oh, we, wow. we have very yeah, similar we're, uh, pick. vibing on this list. We're vibing. <laughs> yeah, I like Saquon. I was making the argument for it earlier. I like Saquon a lot. Mm -hmm. um it's his injuries that's that's the biggest yeah. thing but i think when you get down to the bottom of the list like aaron alluded to earlier there's not a lot of running backs who are going to be like 
top guys for you in the league. A lot of teams have been switching to like their running back by committee. You see a lot of things kind of taken away from from just one person's hands. If Saquon is healthy and he's healthy all year, he is probably one of the best running backs. So I think uh, for fantasy purposes, you if you get to that point where you're drafting later, or maybe you went with uh, something else in your first round, he's there for your second round. I think you're you're hard pressed to, to not take him because because of the fantasy is all about luck on a lot of aspect of it. And I think you, you just kind of have to ask for some luck with, with Saquon. Yep. True. I like that. I'm glad we'll see. I, I don't think we're going to be vibing on this next pick, um, <laughs> <laughs> but here is my kind of semi sleeper pick. Chris Carson. Um, yeah. I think wow. yeah, he is, uh, <laughs> I don't want to keep Harvard on the best shape of his life, but he had mm. been posting some, um, some training videos and pictures with Seattle and I know just being in shape isn't always, you know, a good gauge of how you're going to play. But, man, is he shredded right now. Um, and I do think he's a good running back when he's healthy. He does have some injury um, issues. But when he's on the field, there's no doubt that he is a top back in the league. And I think if um, Seattle could really benefit with leaning on him um, a little more this year. Because they've definitely been hit by the lack of run game. Um, so I think if they lean into that a little more with a healthy Chris Carson, um, that would be a huge benefit to them. No, and I agree, especially for fantasy purposes. We've talked a lot about like Alvin Kamara, Cenac, um, all the all the Aaron Jones, um, all those guys with their dual threat is Austin Eckler, and Chris Carson is, also has that dual threat under his belt. He is a very good uh, receiver in the backfield and, and can run a really good routes uh, for Russell Wilson to throw to. So I, I don't I don't hate that pick. Um, that was my spicier one. Yeah, I just I just don't I think his injuries have been stacking up a little bit more than I would like and I think he hasn't produced as much as I would have hoped for at this point. Plus that Seahawks offense, I, I like DK and I like Russell, but I do think they kind of sputter out a lot more that we've talked about like getting hot and then not. Yeah, I I I really like uh, Chris Carson. I don't have him on my top ten, but uh, there's one play that always sticks out for me. He he got hit uh, while doing a hurdle and ended up doing a front flip and landing and continuing to run. And I was like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dude is a monster. As I'm drinking my beer, sitting in my chair. Damn, that's yep. crazy. <laughs> I wonder if I Damn, could do that. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. um, Chris Carson, sorry, real quick. Chris Carson, end of the year at 19, uh, last year at 19, uh, best fantasy running back. Did you already say that? No, 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 I didn't. Okay. Um, uh, he ended the year at number 19. Uh, he only played 12 games, though. And then his current ADP right now is, I just had my one, is 21. Yeah. So, honestly, um, Brennan, I know you have him on your top 10, but he also might even be like a sleeper pick or a pick, yeah. a pick of upside at that point. You know, if he's going yeah. at 21, that's uh, that's pretty far down the list. Keep an eye yep. out. Keep an eye out. You'll be thanking us. You, you or cursing things. us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> All, All right. right so my number nine, I've got Aaron Jones. Uh, definitely, wow. uh, definitely pretty low. Uh, yeah. Because you guys both had him, what was it, number five, right? Six. Number six. Number six, okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't I don't really have a reason for him being this low. <laughs> I, I really like him. Um, and I, I could very easily put him at number six over a couple other people. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just more of uh, I was filling this list out, and then I was like, oh, crap, I forgot about Aaron Jones. <laughs> do here. Quick pencil um, I, I do think he's really good. Um, and, yeah, I mean, um, but, you know, we'll see. All right, that's me. I'm up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, number nine, I went with Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Um, so he did make I mean, the top ten. He did make the top ten. I, I debated it, and honestly, like <laughs> if I if I if I like if, I, if my arm is forced, I would go back. If I had to drop anyone off my top ten to add Austin Eckler, 
I'm probably dropping off Elliott, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think their offensive line is getting old and getting worse every year. Um, injuries are kind of plaguing them a little bit. His numbers have dropped every year. Um, I, I like rushing yards and everything. I, I do I do, I do, do understand the point of, like, with Dak on the field, that like he's also really good. Um, <clears throat> but I think we've seen players, when their quarterback goes down, like, still kind of producing what I'm I think we've seen it with, with Dak gone. Like, Ezekiel is so good, but he's not top. Is he top 10? He's not top 10, right? He's been top 10 in the year. He did. He ended up nine. Yeah, nine, yeah. And he's been like a top 10, 10 running back every year except for 2017. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, where uh, he was 12. But other than that, he's been like a top five guy almost. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, just, I just think I see regression in him a lot. So, um,. I also think he got his contract too. You know what I mean? He's not playing for a contract, so I wonder I wonder if that has some effect on it too. Like I don't need to, to ball out. I don't need to put myself out in like these risky situations I'm already getting paid. So I don't know. I mean I don't know if that's if that's speaking bad on his character. I don't know where he's at. Um but yeah, no, I don't know. We'll we'll see at the end of the year where where, where he lands. Yeah, absolutely. Is that your number nine? Number nine. All right. So for number ten, I have Nick Chubb. Um, as a running back, purely running back, I'd have him higher. But for fantasy purposes, just because he does, like you talked about, his touches and he splits with another uh, really talented running back, I have him at number ten because he still is a great threat. Um, but I just think I couldn't put him above some of these guys just for his touches. Yeah, uh, at number 10, I also have Nick Chubb. Nice. Basically for the exact same Aaron reason. and I are vibing now. Um, <laughs> the only other addition I will add is he's a good team player, um, yeah. much to the detriment of fantasy. Todd Gurley? Is that, is that what we're talking about? Uh, kind of. <laughs> I mean, like there there was there was at least one play, I, I think there were actually multiple, where he had the option to mm. get a touchdown. Like it was and just he... a walk-in touchdown. And he went out of bounds. Um or like sat down or whatever, yeah. uh, so yeah, they could like... you know then run out the clock. I, I think he ran out of bounds, so then they would have the first down, and they could and just they kneel could it run down out for the, the rest. He broke yeah. off like a sixty-yard run, yep. and there's no one near him. And as opposed to the touchdown, he slowed down, and then yeah, it went exactly. Out of I so, think that, I mean... was, that was the same week that Todd Gurley. Oh, was it? Okay, okay. <laughs> Broke through on like a six-yard rush, and the entire everyone on the entire Falcons team is like, "Do not get a touchdown! Do not get a touchdown!" And this guy falls into the end zone and gets yeah. the touchdown, well, and they lose. <laughs> he, to to his credit, he did try, I think, and he has shown that he has done that in the past. Yeah, yeah. I, did, like, I just yeah. think it's funny. I, mean, I, yeah, I think no. they're around like if they're not the same, they're within like a week of each other. Yeah. So it's like it's but, just a funny, funny happenstance. Yeah, I, I, that doesn't happen very often, and like, I mean, you still get what the six points from the six yards rushing, yeah. but you could have had twelve, 12. points, and yeah. and in fantasy purposes, that to me knocks him down just a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree. But yeah. you know, it knocks him up a little bit in the overall running back ranking. I remember I many um, videos of people who bet the over on that game, yeah. and I think with him going out, ruined a lot of betters yeah. uh, days. So yes, it was very yep. very That's interesting. Funny. All right, John, who are we? Who do you have slotted in? I have Cam Akers. I like that. Oh. I think he's yeah, very I about undervalued. Um, yep. He ended the year really poorly for last year. For uh, let me try to. I had him, but I lost him. I well, his last it. few games are really good. Forty-five. He was the 45, 45th best running back. He only played twelve games, but I, I think that's exactly it. Like he didn't, he didn't come on until near like almost the end of the year. Like in the last like like last month, yeah, he, that's all yeah. of his production came from. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are thinking he's going to be a lot better, but I think I think he could potentially 
be top five running back at the end of the year. Heck yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining me and doing this list. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in at home. Make sure to join us next time because we will be breaking down more um, top ten fantasy um, fantasy positions, fantasy just in general. Um, yep. So we definitely still have a lot of episodes planned ahead. Um, truly, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you on the next one. See ya. See ya. See ya.